It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host, Johnny Johnny Radio. Johnny Radio. Yo, yo, welcome into a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. It is a Friday, and man, I am so glad. I'm also glad that the sun came up. I'm still alive, even though Memphis basketball is dead. That's right, it's dead, man. I am so frustrated, but I will say I am excited about the Grizzlies, though. Uh, that was awesome. Gigi Jackson winning two games going into the break. Beating up on the Bucks last night. That was just straight up pimp in. Straight up awesome. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of Grizzlies in basketball. We got Jay Ham, the historian. He's going to join us kind of off the bump. I got the boys in blue that are going to join us also at some time. And I'm talking about the, the 5 0. That's right. The Memphis Police Department. The ones that protect and serve. Protect and serve. They're going to join us in a little bit too. We're going to talk about how you could possibly protect and serve and work for them. Here in the mid south, Jay's wearing blue. Is he part of the boys in blue? I don't know why he's wearing blue. Also, when I first saw that color this morning, I wanted to punch him. Why? Because it reminds me of the Tigers. Because the city's team. Not my team. Huh? I've given up on it. I'm done. Interesting. Cash, cash me out. (laughs) Cash me out. Uh, A little side note. John bet on the Tigers I mean, last man, night. That's I where had, it was where I had to think from. about the nature of Well, no, no, it's yeah. not just – no, 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 no. I really – no, no, it is. There, There is so many things about the Tigers that I'm upset, and I would like to actually maybe talk with y'all out there later on today. I don't know. I might even talk with the people. Oh, wow. And maybe they can tell me I'm crazy or I know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying Callers, I know what I'm talking wow. about. I don't know if I'll do this. If I do it, it might be around noonish. Okay, I like it. But I'm not saying I'm 100% I'm going to do it, but I might do just it. Just stay tuned. 901-360-8255. If y'all send some good text. I'll do it. Yeah, but don't my, call now, though. But right now, yeah, you ain't coming on now. I got I got to go <laughs> off on a few things. Um, like, and when I watch this team and when I watch Penny throughout these years, the same thing happens to me. I'm asking why. Why? 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 Why are your rotations this way? Why do your teams... Okay. Over to then... Hold on. No, I'm, I'm, I just need you... I need to go get, get a couple things off before I get to you. <laughs> Um, I want to know why it is that they don't play zone a little more. I don't want. I want to know why it is that they every time something goes wrong, they run to their press and they are terrible at it. I want to know why it is that you know Jordan Brown was getting more run in the first half with the Naquan. I want to know why he had stretches where he's at. I want to know why when finally Walton goes out there and starts making some buckets, you take him out every time after he makes a shot or a couple good plays. I want to know why it is that. You have Malcolm Dandridge on the 94 feet, and I quote what Malcolm says, what do you like about Penny? He lets us do what we want on offense as long as we give effort on defense. It's the worst answer I've ever heard in my entire life, and that's how it is. That just pisses me off. I just want to know why it is that this Tigers team, I want to know why you hire Rick Stansberry if he's not asking you these same damn questions. 
because you need to figure something out because you have to have a method to your madness and you can't be saying on February, what was it yesterday, the 16th, 15th, you can't be saying this one's on me. I didn't have them prepared because nobody wants to hear that BS. Regardless of what they want to hear tonight, it is. Oh, and one other thing. Why the hell is Ashton playing one damn minute? One minute. Okay. He is terrible. Get him out of the damn game. You know, some people come in there and you're like, oh, I feel their presence. You know what I feel? Like blowing my brains out when he's on the court. This is ridiculous. Like this is uh, this is college basketball. Neptitism does not play. I don't need to see Jaden. I don't need to see Ashton. I didn't need to see Alex Lomax all these years and you be um loyal to Alex Lomax with other good guards leaving the program, going other places and having success. But no, man, I had to have my kid, Alex. I've had to have him play my kids. Man, this doesn't make any sense. And I can tell you I all kinds of things I'm agitated with the players about, but it starts at the top. And I don't want to hear on February 15th that he didn't have them prepared. Hey, Jay. What's going on, man? Happy Friday. I, I love the promo. That was dope. Which one? The the promo that you just laid like eight seconds ago. Oh. Uh, well, you even got a list of notes over here. That he got bullet prepared. points. I mean, B, he's really got bullet points I mean, over here. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm glad. Well, the one thing I have, why, 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 I don't get the what the hell he's doing. What uh. the hell is he doing? And then I also wrote in huge letters, I can't believe Malcolm literally told the little girl 94 first, feet. First things first. That the favorite thing about Penny is he le- he lets us do whatever we want on offense as long as we show effort on defense. Okay, first things first. <laughs> at the, at the and I can of, see that because your offense is terrible. At the son of a former coach, albeit it was Little League, but he taught basketball. Coach is a coach. One thing I learned to never do is question rotations. Here's why. Okay, hold on. You you really watch what he's doing? Oh, and see any uh, any. Here's why. This just from my vantage point. I'm not defending this. This is just from my this uh, from my vantage point, and also from a mental wellness standpoint as a fan. Because <laughs> I'm going to factor in a lot of y'all got to relax in the whole my statement that I'm saying there, which some of the the critiques are valid. Now. One thing I never learned, one thing that I always learned was never mess with the, don't go into questioning the rotation in that matter. Because they're obviously seeing something in practice. No. As well as other facets that's making them try this. A lot of coaching, regardless of what people say, old school, new school, a lot of coaching is trial and error. Yeah, I hear that. But you know what? Uh, They've been trying for 25 effing games. And if you haven't figured out anything in 25 games. Of course not. This is why, John, also we've seen unranked team beat top 10 team every week of this season for a reason. And a lot of those reasons are happening in the city of Memphis here as well. Um, a lot no, of the no, no, no. same stuff that's happening across. I'm watching college basketball on a daily. Yeah, and I'm watching so also. I'm the, and I, no, I am too. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you something. Not I watch just that, USC. I'm also I'm, in contact with people who are involved And they're not telling you that you're watching um, terrible coaches, coach guys who are just, you know, and some, which is it's part of the culture of where we are in basketball right now. And as we come back to it, we fretting about rotations. This guy's not doing this. They can't do this. They suck at this. You know why this happens? Goes back to a conversation that we had last week. 
They are not being taught the game Correct. at an early age. Well, yeah, but the they problem are is lear- these are everybody also is learning through YouTube, through all trainers, these dudes have been playing the fly, in college for so long. But there's no IQ. Well, the well the two two players um have grown up with Penny in their house, so they should know what the hell he wants. Well, that's, um the other players. I mean, Javon Quinterly's played six years of college basketball. Um, this is a very veteran team. Malcolm Dandridge the, has been in the Memphis program for five years. They're still part of a current basketball culture that did not grow up learning this game in the manner in which our culture did. It's not to blame them. It's not. I put more to blame on us. Well, see, the weird thing is, man, I've watched some really good basketball with teams sharing the basketball, people actually making uh, like like actual adjustments, not and just throwing BS up against the wall and hoping it sticks. You know what else that I've also said on this show? If you want basketball in its purest form and you don't want certain, you want to see it as it's Watch the girl game. Watch the Euro League. Oh, I was going to say, I like watching the women now, man. I'm, I'm Watch, all about. No, because see, with the, the Euro League, you'll get the athleticism as well. The damn, you'll get the dunks, you'll get all the, the flashy. Tennessee, South Carolina too. was a better basketball game, and that was the women's game than watching the Tigers, also, North Texas. Also, understand who their coach is uh, Dawn Staley, and I can't remember the and girl. Dawn's not perfect either. I think she's pretty damn perfect. They, they got, lost the game. They, they even lost the SEC game in what forty five, forty six hey, tries. They, they took a good fight from Tennessee last night. I they was had watching that half. One. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, but man, you took when but, you at halftime, you took the Gamecocks minus five and a half. Cash that check. Son. Your 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 complaints are valid. That's the that's not even a question. But it's also it's more of what I hear common for like really across the board is people don't they want answers. They're complaining about legitimate stuff, but they want to know why. And sometimes the answer is really just not that simple. I hate to say it, it's really not. When all when you constantly have more turnovers than assists, when you don't share the basketball, well, when you run, don't mistake, run plays. from last night, above all else, and when you don't defend, turnovers, and you, when you leave people wide open. 22 turnovers, that's not on Penny. Oh, no, no, no. I think, <laughs> well, in North Texas is one of the better defenses in the country. Yeah, I mean, but hold on. They've got okay. great well, defense. You have six turnovers in six minutes and giving up six threes. That is on lot, all of you. And a lot of stuff that you're complaining about, John. the first six John, minutes of the game, you give up six wide-open threes, a lot and you turn it, the ball over six times. A lot of it that you're complaining about is like mirroring the lack of continuity that I'm seeing across the country. From good teams, teams that we're expecting to be there April 6th, April 7th, and where they are there in Phoenix this year, back in Glendale for the Final Four. So that's a lot of that. I watched North Carolina. I watched Carolina. UCLA last night, the youngest team in all the country. Okay. The youngest team in the country. Right. They have gone from starting very slow to now they're maybe the third best team in the pack, and they have gotten better and better and better and better. And you can put all that on damn coaching, and, and those are a bunch of young let's bucks. See where they land up in March. I'm not saying that this is going. I'm talking about this is a team youth. that nobody was supposed to like. I and mean, I'm not down them. UCLA just, wasn't supposed to be worth a damn. A lot of teams weren't supposed to be worth a damn. This is the lack of continuity that is caused by the transfer portal. And a bunch of other good stuff that's just kind of meshed in. College basketball is evolving right before our very eyes, and people don't understand why. But it's so many different factors of that. It's just what it is, especially in the men's game. Because now you also have – I was watching um, 
overtime elite last night. That league, you have pro leagues that can, but mm-hmm. these pro leagues are also sending kids to Division One colleges. You can opt out of going pro and go back D1. You can take the scholarship if you're in that league. Rob Dillingham, that plays for Kentucky, he played in overtime elite. How you go pro, then you go back to college. Just the nature of that aspect is showing how the mental college basketball is changing. It's becoming more of a business and the players are treating it as such. But the attitude about it is not lining up to where you're going to see a whole lot of what you need to see, such as what we have here in Memphis, which is a boatload of talent, but it's like an on-and-off switch with them. Well, that's, I mean, and it's frustrating for any coach. Jawan Howard going through the same thing in Michigan. But I, I don't want you to mention Jawan Howard because I don't consider Jawan Howard a very good coach. I mean, he's, he's uh, but but you can't tell me that Jawan don't know hoops. I mean, just because you know it doesn't mean that you can teach it. it but that goes for anybody. I know that's what I'm saying, and I'm right now so telling you. Obviously, we've ones. been watching Penny for a long time. He's the, had great assistant coaches. The, he doesn't listen the, to them. The comment by Dandridge. Nothing has changed. I want to play for that coach that let's go, that's going to let us do what we do on offense. And you want to get what if, you got. Especially if I got a skill I got a skill set like that and the dudes around me got skill sets like that. Yeah, make that easy for us. Now, because, see, when you overstructure it, this is when you overcomplicate it and you, you start shooting 30% and you don't have no rhythm offensively and the whole town going to come down on you anyway. So it's like he's giving, he's saying, basically saying that he's giving us the trust. You can't, that Listen, old school way of coaching no, is not, not going to work in America the way that we bring up basketball in America. I'm why sorry. is Rick Pitino still successful? Not. He's been successful decade after decade after decade Who after decade. Rick Pitino. And where is he at now with St. John's having the same issues that Penn is having, that Jawan's having, that Hubert Davis this is, is his having? This is first year. That, the only somebody that's that not having those issues right now. He's never gotten another job in his life the after having The only somebody that's on not campus. having those issues right now is Danny Hurley. Well, that's because he's kind of a bad <laughs> mamma jamma. Bill Self got beat by hey, my 30 man, the uh, night. My man Matt Painter doesn't have any problems either. He, he have him in March. Man, man, he might you have him in March, but with Brayton Smith, one of the best guards in, in the country with you, Big Zach Eady, this you know Purdue why he team is no March? joke. Because his guards are weak. Um, He's got one of the best. He has maybe the best guard in the country. Show me that He's got March. the best guard that may have ever Show played at Purdue playing right now. Show have you watched Purdue? Do you know who Brayton Smith is? Watched them five, six times on Peacock, saw him in the Maui. Man, so I got plenty of times. You don't, you don't know what the big man is cool. No, he's gonna be a decent pro. The best player on that team March. is their guard. Show, show me in March because in March, free throws, guard Let's play. See. Last night, he man. went 16, 9, 8, and 4. Shot was 5 for 7 That's from the floor, 2 10. for 2 from threes. No, but he's the most efficient guard right now in the country. That's fine. That's fine in February. Be that March and in early April. That's well, where that's where okay, Purdue that's has been way, slipping at. Well, that's where they have been slipping at. This year, though, uh, they're with their guard and play. they've had guards that are better than the guard that no, they got they now. Have not you Jayden can say, no, dude, dude, this dude. dude is better than Jaden Ivey nah, right now. He's not even better than Carson Elwood. You crazy? Huh? And let's say uh, let's he's say, not even better than Carson Elwood. Purdue Elvis. people who are out there talking about him. Show me what those guards. Where where, where, where is it? B. Book this one. I'll slip it. Show me. With the Purdue guards in March, if they show me, it's all good. I'll, I'll tell you one thing: Jay Nobby didn't do jack, but Braden Smith is about to take but them. But when to the I next see level. a consistent trend and guard players where they generally come up short, 
And it's, these are also with the guards that I like. I love Jaden Ivey when he was at Purdue. Carson Edwards came up big time. They probably should have went to the Final Four. They lost to Virginia. But I think they lost to Virginia. But either way, it's just like when it comes to that, it's like all of these problems are the same way. I mean, Braden Smith, you realize, is up there to win the Naismith Player of the Year, right? You last one a decade ago, right? Yeah. And Rick can still get down. Don't get me wrong. Rick can still coach. (laughs) You know, he's still, you know, a Don in that matter. But adjusting to the new culture is tough. Not to try to absolve or make excuses. Like I said, your complaints are valid. We want answers, but sometimes we can't find those answers in the manner in which we look for them. That's yeah. the tough part about it. All right, for, uh, what like what? Uh, <laughs> if I can't even think of his damn name, man, like Plato or something. But I was Aristotle. Trying, thank you. No, no, I was it's aristocracy because Aristotle was like a when he like a did some with the one of those Purdue guards. I do you know like, what? Though. I'm gonna shut up and stay in my lane. I don't know anything about them damn Greeks. One of those Purdue guards I do like, though. I, I can't remember his name either, but I do like. It him. is got to be. It's got to be Braden Smith because I. That's I, him. That's him. Yeah, he Braden is Smith. one of the most cold blooded, pure point guards I've ever seen. Can shoot. He gets everybody involved. He's fearless out there. Like I've fallen in love with watching this. He's kid. got that big tent, that old school big tent toughness. He does. I, I understand what you like. He, right I, he is. They, he, he don't back down from Jack. <laughs> I like that guy, and that's why I think, and that's why I'm just very high actually on Purdue this year because I've not been talking about Purdue much at all. I've not been talking about the Big Ten because I, I don't know. I'm not completely sold. I mean, they're, they're, the bad teams in the Big Ten are bad, man. Like they could be like they're the bad teams in the Big Ten are a lot worse than these teams in the American. Damn, except for maybe. Did you watch North Carolina and Syracuse the other night? Syracuse took care of that business, baby. That's Thank you, Cuse. Well, yeah, okay, you probably you had about five dollars on that one or something. Cuse, on Cuse, baby. No, I get. You know what it is, and, and, and I'm being dead serious when I say this. I love this basketball team, or no, I love this team. Like there was a point, and I know it's it was early in the relationship. It was the honeymoon phase. You know, when when they were all the way up in the top ten, when I watched them pimp slap Arkansas on Thanksgiving, when they went down to, you know, uh, the Bad Boy Mowers Bowl in Atlantis or Battle for Atlanta, whatever the hell it was. I think it was Bad Boy Mowers. I think I actually got that right. And and they played the way they did until the Villanova. And then, you know, I just thought that was a hiccup. How, how's and then they pulled going? off Virginia and they pulled off Clemson. Oh, I know. You Texas A&M, you look at all the teams that were supposedly great wins. They ain't looking all that great. <laughs> It's I mean, crazy because they got good quality wins, but the losses terrible. I'm I'm starting to think that this season may like have some alterations with bracketology going forward <laughs> because it, it it can't continue like this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think we've seen more unranked teams beat top ten teams ever. Well, the Big Twelve this year is nine. When a top ten team is on the road. In the Big 12, um, the top 10 teams have lost nine of them, and the unranked teams have won three at their house. So 12 games. Yeah, it's terrible. It's crazy, man. Joe, just uh, I blame the portal, seriously, because it's just it's so much craziness that comes with it. And then it's just, the, you know, the lack of cohesion. You got to worry about guys getting along. I mean, you just saw it last year in North Carolina. These dudes were beefing over a girl. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. You also see there's some issues it, going on in Arkansas right now. There's, uh, there's the crazy stuff in Arkansas, right? I heard yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to leave it at that. Right. And, and then there's also, I mean, like, I understand. I mean, but like, you know, Alabama, Nate Oates and them, they had to deal with like uh, literally a player like killing somebody. Right. And then their star player, Brandon Miller, like being there at the, you know, at it. I mean, it's just. Conspiracy and you know, it's just the everything, right? Like bringing a gun and all this stuff. Like, so yes, I know you have to deal with drama. And if you look at those terrible situations, Memphis doesn't look nearly well, that bad. What what Memphis has is a, is a competitive situation in basketball. It got dudes. It's that's called Hoop to... City. Like they're the expectation in Memphis, and maybe they are unrealistic. They are, but it, it's fun. Maybe yet, yeah, but yes, they're it's, definitely it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's fun though. But you, but okay, we got to talk about this a little bit later. Hopefully, we can talk about this on the other side because you know, watching this Grizzlies team, this Grizzlies team, and it's weird to say, is becoming one of my favorite teams because I'm watching Gigi Jackson, and you are just every time you watch this young fella, he's 19 years old. The ceiling is just growing, like it's it's growing and growing and growing. Vince William Jr. is that dude. I mean, he really is. Um. I got even. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Zaire had a good game last night. <laughs> it's hard to say. He did though. He was awesome. He had his. He had his though. game. He, he man. I don't. Nights. If he played like oh my God, if he played like that, I'd love him. But I try. I try to ride it out with Zaire, man, man because I like tough. his talent. I think he's got a good upside. Just be a good pro, you know. I'm not saying he's got to be a bona fide superstar, or anything of that nature, but he could be a solid pro. I am going to take a quick timeout, everybody. I'm going to try to uh, compose myself. I still think um, right now every single thing that Penny has touched this year has turned to poo. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, you know, some people have that, has that, have that golden touch right now. Man, every, he's just like grabbing bodies and throwing them. And then they're like, man, Pierre, like what? Man, when he put in Ashton instead of Pierre one point that night, I was screaming so loud. My neighbors, I'm surprised they didn't call the police, man. Thank goodness they didn't. Speaking of that, we might be talking to them in a minute. If not, we're coming back talking to Grizz. Don't touch it all. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I'm hanging out with the boys and girls in blue. Memphis Police Officers Organization, Memphis Police Officers are in the house. Memphis Police Officers are going to tell you how maybe one day you can be one of the boys and girls in blue, taking care of the Mid-South, taking care of your family. We got some special things going on in here. It's not just a fry yay. And a lot of y'all, man, y'all are thinking to yourself, I'm at, man, I'm at work listening to this fool. He's having fun on a Friday. Well, you might have a new uh, a new career that you could jump into. There is going to be a how I can I say this? Um, what, what in fact, Officer Freeman? What, what what is tomorrow? Tomorrow is the Memphis Police Hiring Expo. Hiring Expo is happening tomorrow, so that's a that's tomorrow at ten o'clock to three o'clock over the Memphis Training Center. Yes, um, that's out there on fifty one in Watkins. Mm-hmm. 
4371 Academy Drive. That's correct. Please, people, put that in your phone. Get in your little Google Maps. Get out there from 10 to 3. Bring your license, your diploma, and your birth certificate. And guess what? You could start a career as working with a Memphis police officer. Now, um, Officer Martin is in the house. I got Officer Freeman in here. And I got to start off first and foremost. Y'all have been out here um you know, pushing to join MPD. How's everything been going? How are the classes? Y'all getting some good people in? Absolutely, it's been going well. We've been we've been at this for a little minute now, and uh, we've been seeing a gradual increase in the interest in becoming a police officer here in the city of Memphis. Uh, partially because everybody's trying to figure out a way to make the city better. Dead gummit, right? That's our yeah. hey man. We're all Memphis, 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 <laughs> Memphis, <laughs> Maine. Memphis. And um, you know, this is one way you can literally go out and help. My brother, he's a firefighter. Okay, um, loves his job. One of my good buddies, uh, Frank, has been um, in the on the man twenty five years. He could retire. He's been doing it. He loves his job. He loves going to work. I love coming to work. I know that you love coming to work. Tell us a little something about what is it you love about being a police officer. So, uh, I, I think Officer Martin will agree. It, no day is the same. That's right. Even in us working in the capacity we work in now at the training academy, no day is the same. There's never a routine. So it's just like um, pulling from a deck of cards every day that you get to come to work. But it's it's easy to make a difference. It's easy to be a direct solution to whatever problem you may encounter. And uh, seeing the results of your your actions and decision-making is is amazing. Officer Martin, how long have you been working with, uh, with the department? I've been on for five years now. Five years? You look very young to be on the, the department five years. Thank and you. You're very welcome. And that's one thing I also want to tell a lot of people is, um, you know, some of you, like, to, to go out there, if you're a graduate, if you're a graduate of high school, if you have your high school diploma, mm-hmm. and maybe you're only 19 years old, college in for you, you don't want to go and work in a certain, you know, particular field, or, or you haven't found something you like, you can be young and head on over here just like Officer Martin. Absolutely. So. Well, I'm pushing 40, though. No way! <laughs> I, I still don't believe it. I don't believe it I at all. I don't believe it. I'll be 38 this year, so yeah. Oh, my goodness, Officer Martin. You're looking good, man. You have to, I need to call my girl and get some skin care. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you need to call Officer Martin. Um, I thought you were young as could be. Um, but, yeah, no, it's unbelievable. But, um, you know, uh, the hiring expo is going on. And, again, um, a lot of the wonderful things is you have something different every day. You get to deal with people in the community, which Absolutely. I think is also cool. Because the sad thing about it, and I hate to say this, this is something I pr- get on my horse – like a lot of people today, you know, you go back in the day, you used to go to the grocery store. Hey, what's up? You know, you knew your neighbors. Mm-hmm. You're, you're more cordial. And it just doesn't feel like we have as much interaction. Mm-hmm. In your position, you interact with the public yes. constantly yes. all the time. And I think that's something that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's amazing. And I think uh, I think Chief Davis has done a good job in, in really – emphasizing that we get into the community more as police and you know i always tell the new recruits that that the people in your area should know your name they should know yep you know and uh, you should know them right and 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 who they are and and how many kids they have in the house and grandparents so so that's the that's the beauty of it is you gain you gain friends and family just by coming to work man i'm telling you again people you need to listen to me if you are you know if you're in a career that you don't feel that you're making enough money or you don't feel fulfilled you need to think about just heading on over again it's the hiring expo it's tomorrow it is tomorrow it's 10 a.m to 3 p.m it's 4371 academy drive now 
if you're thinking to yourself, well, John, how – like, you know, I, I I just can't leave this job and go and work over here. I, have, I don't know how much the police are going to make. Can you give us a little background information? I mean, like if you go out there, what can you expect to be earning in your first three years? So the as a recruit in your first year on probation, you'll be making $54,000. That's the start? That's the start. That's beautiful yeah. right there. I can handle that. Let's go. Let's roll. Right. So I'm going to tell you how, how important that is because that used to be our top out pay. That 54000 used to be the top out pay. Now it's the starting pay as a recruit. And there's a Memphis police recruits are making more than most police officers some in other places. Whoa. Yes. So yes. Uh, that's a big deal here. We're very competitive in salary, but it steps up over the years, and you'll top out in three years at $72,000 a year. So I don't Okay, know. hold on. So after three years, I get my three years in. You're telling me I'm going to be at – I will be at 72, though? Yes. In three years? In yes. three years, guaranteed. Listen, people, I'm telling you right now, you don't have to go $150,000 in debt. <laughs> college, my daughter's in college right now. I'm going broke. <laughs> Tell it I'm it telling it you right now. On. But listen, this is the other thing I wanted to mention to you is a lot of people out there think to themselves, well, I don't know if I could be a Memphis police officer. Because mm-hmm. you think to yourselves that it's it's one maybe physical job mm-hmm. or if, or it's certain. There are so many <clears throat> jobs inside the Memphis Police Department. Mm-hmm. Tell some of the people some of the jobs out there that might kind of surprise some people. Right. Well, for one, the job me and Officer Martin are doing right now, right. Uh, background investigations and recruiting. We sitting here talking to you but we are still memphis police officers absolutely you know? it's a good point right uh there's mountain patrol harbor patrol uh, what else harbor patrol yeah. uh, oh so if you love animals you can go work with dogs all day yeah. oh man i have three furry little friends that are at my everything mm-hmm. yeah. now i love you too my daughters man but they love cheaper <laughs> i love y'all girls rio savannah love you don't get me wrong <laughs> but man my fur babies are awesome i'm telling you yeah tag yeah, it's, it's, it's whatever you like to do. There, there's a place on it, but I like to. Yeah. I actually like to compare it to the armed forces in in a sense that you can go in the military and find whatever job it F- is. field after field after yes. field after field, mm-hmm. and it's the same way here. It's the same way. Whatever, whatever you're really good at, we have it. Forensics, I mean, crime, psychology. Yes. If you got, went to school and maybe you majored in psychology, I was just talking to a friend the other day. I'm actually speci- specifically thinking of one person right now, <laughs> and. They're just can't get like a, I mean, I hate to say it, real job is what she's basically saying, you know, working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You could take your degree in psychology and I mm-hmm. bet you could put that over there and get a start. You're making 54000 in year one, 72000 in year three. Mm-hmm. And who knows where you could go from there. Right. 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 And speaking of psychology, we have peer counselors. So she she could be it's female, right? Yeah. So she could come over here go through the training and be a peer counselor for officers who've gone through traumatic events or anything like that. It works perfectly for her. So we, whatever you think you can do, I promise you, you can do it here. Like how did I want to also ask you, so we go, you go to the hiring expo tomorrow, you bring your diploma, mm-hmm. you bring your driver's license mm-hmm. and you bring your birth certificate. Right. Three very simple things. Um, if you don't have them right now, uh, get them all together for the next time y'all are having a hiring expo. Well, Yes, but no. But if they don't have them, I want to still come because it will still put them leaps and bounds ahead in the hiring process if they go ahead and do it. So uh, 
Steel Co. If you, if you like it. say, I have, I got my license, man. I got my diploma, but mm. dead gum, and I can't find my birth certificate on this short, right? On this, like, like a man, who knows? Maybe I left it at my parents' house, or you know, because <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, man. I think for like, I've, I was one time asked for my birth certificate, and I was like, oh my goodness, um, <laughs> I haven't had to ask for see my birth certificate in like twenty some odd years, and I just had to go get a new one, yeah. right? Like it was gone. It was kind of a pain, mm-hmm. but so if that's if you're in that bag, just bring your license. Bring your diploma. Come on down there, and you can already get at least the process. Right. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Cool, right. cool, cool, yep. cool. 4371 Academy Drive. Again, that's basically um, 51 in Watkins. Yes. Uh, put it in your phone. Um, again, it's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This isn't something, by the way, that it starts at 10 and it ends at 3. Mm-hmm. This is something that you need to get in here with these item and items between 10 and 3. How long do you think they're going to be there? Like, you know, like say to, you know, they, you got like, you know, I got kids and grandkids. And so it's Saturday, it's late, it's notice I got to be here at one o'clock. So how long would you be there? That's a good question. So if you go ahead and fill out your application now. How can they do that right now? Joinmpd.com. That's so easy. Joinmpd.com. Go ahead and fill out your application if you have, uh, you know, if you have to take care of your kids or your grandkids or something like that, like I do tomorrow. Um, go ahead and fill that out. Yep. Come in a little bit early. They, they can come in a little bit early. Uh, they're going to take their test, which takes 30 minutes, just, just a, a small reading comprehension test. And then we'll go through those documents that we need them to bring. That should take another 30 minutes. You could be there an hour. Hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hour, hour and a half. Yep. See, you can find you can find time between ten and three to get in there and maybe change your future, help your community, and find a job that just gives you a little bit of that feeling. Like you know, like sometimes when you go and you know punch your card, mm-hmm. go in there, and maybe you're just doing something repetitive on autopilot. Like you're on autopilot, your brain's not doing anything, your soul's not getting fed, you're not dealing with people in the community, you're not interacting. You can kind of get lost up here, and being lost in your mind is kind of a scary place, yes. trust me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I've been talking to a microphone like two hours one day all by myself, and I'm like, oh, I think I'm crazy by the end of it. <laughs> so um, go out there, check out the Memphis Police Department again, joinmpd.com. Yep. Joinmpd.com. Click apply today. Tomorrow, 10 to 3. Memphis Training Center, by the way. New place that y'all are going to be out. New place. Yep, they're going to get a chance to see where they'll be working every day. So they're going to be able to find out tomorrow. They bring If they have all three of those, mm-hmm. you could, you're literally going to have them on that fast track? The fast track. That train's moving fast. That next class is in, in about three weeks, three to four weeks. So that train's going to move fast once they come to that expo. It's not going to stop. If you don't see anything completely just – if you're not happy where you're at, if you don't see anything brighter, if you just want to help your community and find a job that's fulfilling to you, be there tomorrow from 10 to 3. Again, that's the Memphis Training Center uh, – the Memphis Trading Academy. Memphis Trading Academy. Memphis Training Academy, 4371 Academy Drive. Go out there and see. Uh, you going to be out there, Officer Freeman? Yeah, we both will be there. Officer Martin, you going to be there? I'm going to be there. Man, I'm telling you, she's going to look young, but she, she – man, somehow – man, I don't know. I got to get your number. Call my girlfriend. <laughs> I want her to be young forever, too. All right. <laughs> hey, thank you all so much for your time. Be blessed. And uh, again, next time you all you know, do this, come in and join me and we'll do it again. We appreciate thank you. you so thank much. you. Thank you. We're back in two shakes. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM. And 98.5 FM, as well as around the world, online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, 
Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The only power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Grizzlies are great. I love them. I love them. Tigers are terrible. <laughs> and uh, baseball's back, baby. I know you're sitting there going, what, John? No, baseball's back. I'm not talking about just pitches and catches. I'm not just talking about spring training. I'm talking about college baseball is on TV right now. Dacus, who are you watching? Uh, I am watching Nebraska and Baylor live from some uh, Globe Life Field. I, I, I couldn't remember if this one was the one at Globe Life or if this was the one down in Houston. This is at Globe Life. Nice, nice. Yes, college baseball is back. The Ole Miss Rebels, they're playing out in Hawaii. You can catch the action. First pitch tonight's at 1030. Pre-game starts at what, 10 o'clock? Uh, that's right, 10 o'clock. So 10 o'clock, catch your Rebels. It's going to be a late one. It's going to be awesome. College baseball is back. College baseball being back, by the way, um, gets me extremely excited for so many reasons. Um, one, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. Also know that means when college baseball comes back, we are on the on the precipice. I mean, we only weeks away from the NCAA. First, you have the you know the tournaments, the conference tournaments. Those are mm-hmm. always fun to watch. Yep. I feel like the conference tournaments is when you. I don't. I think I study more college basketball during the conference tournaments, and I learn more sure. during that that little bit of a stretch. Wall to wall. It's just wall to wall college right. ball, and you, you learn a lot. And then that's how you basically go in there and get ready to make your bracket. That's one of my favorite things in the world to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if you if you don't fill out a bracket, are you really an American? I have such a love-hate relationship with filling out brackets. Um, Dude, the office pool is so much fun, man. Mm-hmm. Well, my problem is, is I watch too much college basketball that I love all these oh, teams. Oh, paralysis the by analysis. Right. So I, I, I'm in love with all these teams that make the tournament. And I it's so it's, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, this team should, should beat this team. And then, you know, Samford comes out and runs them out of the gym. North Texas comes out and runs them out of the gym like they did the Tigers last night. You know I mean? I think it would be Jeez. the funniest thing was giving you a bracket and then less making you eat a gummy and seeing how ma- confused and crazy you get. I mean, it probably would be. That would be hilarious. Now, um, again, uh, baseball's back. We got a little bit of news, by the way, uh, for the Tigers. It's hard for me to talk about this Tigers team right now. Uh, very frustrated. Why, 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 why? Uh, why did y'all do this to this to us? Why don't you care? <laughs> And why are you saying that you didn't have your players prepared on February 15th? Why, John, why, John, can why? I share you a, uh, a quote that I just saw? This is from Parth, who he covers the team for the, uh, for the uh, Daily, Daily Memphian. Um, this was his quote from last night. He asked Jason Edwards, the, uh, the guy that went off for like 30, um, 
against the Tigers last night. Oh, yeah, I know who he is, buddy. Also went seven for nine from three. Oh, I know, buddy. Um, he asked Jason Edwards if he was surprised by uh, how wide open UNT was from three. His quote, Jason Edwards' quote was, it's crazy because Coach told us to not get surprised at how wide open we were going to be. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, no. I, I inserted wide. It, Here's the exact quote. It's crazy because coach told us to not get surprised at how open we're going to be. Basically saying how wide open we were going to be. Yes. That is unbelievable. And yeah. it, and it's true. Like, I saw so – I mean, I don't understand – like, this team hasn't got any better defensively this year. Mm-hmm. This team hasn't got better offensively either. Yeah. <laughs> like – um, here's another quote. Uh, he asked uh, North Texas head coach Ross Hodge how the team didn't fold when Memphis rallied back in first half. The quote from Coach Hodge, quote, We talked about it. If you looked at some of their games and some of their scores, they've had big leads and teams have been able to creep their way back into it. Basically saying we weren't worried. Yeah, it's what they do. It's what they, they scare do. They scare you, but they're not, they're not that big and bad. Yeah, they don't close the deal crazy they don't it's not it's not it's not crazy because again that's what i think i'm that's why i'm so frustrated that's why a lot of fans are so frustrated and i mean it's it's just straight up the truth this team has underperformed it's been disappointing it's been sad and i don't even know what else to say but dacus do me a favor take over two seconds so i can sneeze no it's okay i'll take over john i think wow we had all the mics on because of the cops and everyone just heard oh i'm so sorry that was hilarious that was great john i (laughs) i can't even speak now that was hilarious whoa that just got me damn sorry about that y'all it's friday so uh tigers didn't play good but we are gonna switch gears up I'm going to beat up on the Tigers for a while. I would hope y'all could hit me with a little 9013608255. Tell me what you think. I saw a lot about what you did think about the Tigers on the X last night. One other thing I did see, though, from Parth. So, um, at least next season, they're going back to Maui. Yeah, they are. Loaded field in Maui. Holy cow. Have you seen the field? No, I have not. Okay, let me. Give I just it to actually you, you mentioned on. Parth for some reason. So when you well, because he him, had I, the it was. Oh, his I know, but I, I looked saw. him up. You know, so ah, I see. No, uh, let me give you. Let me give you the field for. Uh, it's an incredible field. Um, is it actually going to be in Maui? Yeah, yeah. So that was the big news yesterday. Is because didn't they uh, have the, all the fires and everything? That's right. So uh, that was the big news yesterday. That's why a lot of people were talking about it yesterday. Is because they made the announcement yesterday that they were going back to Maui. Last year they played. Uh, the entire tournament in Honolulu at the University of Hawaii, which was hilarious because they changed the floor and everything to be the Maui Invitational Court, and Hawaii had a home game the same time while the Maui Invitational was going on, and so they just played on the Maui Invitational Court. Um, Really, really funny. Um, Man, I can't find the... Here we go. The field next year includes Memphis, UConn, North Carolina, Auburn, Michigan State, Dayton, Colorado, and Iowa State. I've already volunteered, John, that if this station needs somebody to go to Maui to cover this tournament, I'll be more than happy to oblige to to, to cover it from head to toe, you know? Uh, sure. It's a great group of teams. It's I mean, a that's long unbelievable. fight, bro. It's a long, long fight. Long, UConn long fight. could be back-to-back national champions. Could be. North Carolina will be coming off of a, uh, a NCAA tournament run. Auburn will be coming off of the NCAA tournament run. Michigan State will be looking for a bounce-back year. 
Dayton tournament team, Colorado tournament team, Iowa State tournament team, Tigers tournament team, but in the NIT. Yeah, not very good. By the way, you know what else wasn't very good? One other thing. JQ and David Jones, do you know what they were combined yesterday? I saw somebody uh, posted like three for something. I don't know. I know that was wrong. I mean, to combine, no, they were five. For oh, I think that was in the, I think that was in the first half. They were like three for something. Oh no, they were like two. They only I think had to combine two buckets in the first half. I believe, and one of them was David Jones's bank in three pointer. I think they only had three three pointers in the first in uh, first half, and one of them, of course, was the bank in at the buzzer. Damn, that game was so bad. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm switching gears. We're going to talk a little bit about some Grizzlies. We're going to do a little Hardenwood where it feels so good. I got some great, great stories. We're going to talk about how great the Grizzlies' Gigi Jackson is. We're going to talk about how great Zaire was unbelievable. Did you see what he did in the third quarter? Oh, yeah. My man had 17 points, a rebound, and assist to steal, and was 3-for-3 from downtown. What? He's back. I don't know about that. Oh. I still, I mean, I hope, listen, I am hoping and praying that he can build on this going into the All Star break. Th- that would be amazing for him to come out there and pl- start playing like this. I would love that. But I'll tell you one thing GG's for real, bro. GG. Like, that dude is so nasty. He is. You're right about that. Do you know what he's done in his last five games? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, well, he went. He had 16 points, then 27, then wow. 16, then 20, then 27. My man's been hitting, man, grabbing boards, blocking shots, hitting threes, man, grabbing steel. What has he not done? And this guy should be starting at power forward for North Carolina. That's incredible. South Carolina. Oh yeah, that's right. My originally, yes, that's, that's right. right. I keep he should forgetting be a this. freshman at North Carolina right now. If everything was. You know, right. And then, of course, you know, let's be real. Um, again, how crazy is it? You beat the Bucks last night. You got no John Morant, no Desmond Bain. You got no Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard, Marcus Smart, Jaron Jackson Jr. And you ball? Yeah, that wild. And they played all their guys. Because uh, early in the day, a lot of people thought they weren't going to play. Like Giannis, maybe even Dame wasn't going to play. And then both of them played. It was crazy. And how crazy is this? Doc Rivers is now 3-7. and seven. Yeah. Do they miss Adrian Griffin yet? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think it's too early, but certainly not what they hope. He's already throwing them under the bus, saying that you know uh, some of the players were here, the others were in Cabo. <laughs> well, I mean, mm-hmm. we got wood on the other side.